0: Welcome back, Blue Mafia, Bills lovers everywhere united. We're back. We're shooting in the home studio. The guys from College Game Day are right to my left, live muted. I can't listen to them, but they were just talking about Jack Doan last week when he got his shoulder dislocated. It's week three around the NFL. It's Washington football team week for the Buffalo Bills here in the 716. Skin in the game. If you didn't read the Hump Day Checkdown at BlueMafia.com, read it. We do the Hump Day Checkdown every Wednesday. Shoot the pot on Saturday so you can watch the pregame show. And also, remember, the pregame dump Sunday morning. You can always read my final game prediction and my final analysis on what I think's about to happen at kickoff. That's the pregame dump. And right after the game or whenever you feel like it, you can always count on me writing the uh postgame wrap up right after sort of my uh postgame, you know, when you cut the tape, cut the tape off the ankles, cut the tape off the wrists, whatever else. And uh that's about it. So we're gonna preview, as you know, it's the pregame show. We're back. So we're going to preview the Washington football team in the first segment, and then we will take a quick break, and then we'll come back in part two if you want to stick around. If you're a fan of the NFL and you like looking at the quarterback matchups the quarterback implications for the week, or if you just like hearing about the skilled positions and and good defense and all the fan-do players around the league, we got top five implication games in part two. So stay tuned for one and two. Or uh, you know, get on down the road. Let's do it. All right, so we got the Washington football team coming in, formerly known as the Redskins. It's skin in the game week. Hopefully you read the article and you heard a little bit of this, maybe. Uh, But obviously, as we talked about there, get your hands off my Heine baby, Taylor Heineke. It's a great story. He is clearly a gutsy competitor. It's going to be interesting to see how he can manage four quarters on the road. I heard, I believe, Peter Schrager on his weekly million-dollar picks with Bill Simmons say that this is actually Taylor Heineke's first career NFL start on the road, which I found to be remarkably interesting. What a great place for him to get started. I have the J.P. Lossman best worst jerseys ever because we're a little seditious. Here at Blue Mafia We decided to wear the same outfit we did last week Because of how absolutely savage the defense was I said last week That I didn't want to let Tua have any fun And AJ Epinesa Matt Milano And the rest of the defense Along with Greg Russo Made plays I also tweeted Before the game that 50 and 57, no, not 57, Uh, 58. We're going to make a big play, which is Milano. I did not call AJ. Uh, Clearly, he's going to be getting a lot of opportunities. Star Latulule eating up one, two, three, even men on the defensive line. and I'm sorry, offensive line, him eating up offensive linemen. That's going to open up people on the outside. But you like some of the guys we have behind him, too. Justin Zimmer, obviously. But if we can get our hands on that Heine, their run game, Antonio Gibson, is very impressive. He did a lot with not much last year with uh, Alex Smith limping around. They weren't able to do much last year, and they were able to impress with... um, Jack Del Rio calling the defense, but they've been extremely underwhelming thus far, which is surprising because they have a lot of talent. Um, Andrew Collins, very talented. Montez Sweat, very talented. Obviously, Chase Young, we know, is borderline human. I saw him in a press conference, and look, I am at the lightest weight I've been in a while. My like little fighting weight, Uh But Chase Young looks a little bit thin for his mammoth size. He was a lot big, bigger, th- more ripped, sort of more muscular. He looks a little bit like he hasn't. Look, I'm not saying he hasn't been training, but maybe he altered his training, maybe altered his diet. But <clears throat> we'll see how he responds. That defense, I do believe, is in for a good game. Now, as we know, everyone around Western New York has at least something to say about how the quarterback in Buffalo has been playing, and I don't really have any issue with how Josh Allen has been playing thus far. Uh, People are sort of saying, oh, back to 2019, and... Uh, ugh, talking about completion percentage and things like that, and look, it's just a big, it's a big shot type offense. We, we, put up thirty five points. We did, We got. We we took care of business. It's a dub. Now the loss to the Steelers. could certainly come back to bite us late, later in the year in the playoffs and it it does seem like Josh Allen is expecting more out of himself as we know but I don't need him to expect that much out of himself. He's already proved that he can do it. I don't need him to keep proving himself. I need him to keep proving himself to his teammates which seems to be his uh MO. So that as long as he, as long as he maintains that um you know, it's all, it's all that's important is his teammates and the fans will they'll they'll they're gonna boo when you lose, regardless of where you are. Um, but that Redskins defense could stand up. Who is gonna stand up? Who will stand up? Will it be Josh Allen and the newly crowned local king of being a smiley good? Diva, wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders. Who knew that we would have a Diva that was not named Stephon Diggs? Emmanuel Sanders, though doing and saying some things that I feel are a little bit Diva-ish, has been doing some really good things around the community. Uh, Can't say that he has not done a good job on camera for the Bills and also saying the right things um off the field and doing things the right way in the community so shout out to him there but I have a funky feeling about how the way he's he's talking about several things I had sent a tweet of his or not a tweet of his but a video of him to a buddy of mine last week before last game that I was like I don't know I don't know, because the snap count thing with Gabe Davis, obviously he got injured apparently, he's got a bad ankle, uh, but I just feel like Gabe Davis has been here longer, and I think he should be playing more, and I, that's me as a fan, and it don't matter, but if that's the way we are in the process and people that stick around get rewarded, and I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if that's process once again. I don't know if it's processed to have guys just come in And want to chase a ring And then chuck up their deuces Chuck up their peace signs I don't know I'm being tough I'm being tough I'm criticizing I'm on a podcast But hey, if he was in my locker room I'd feel a little bit weird And it would distract me a little bit So, I don't know It is what it is he wants to win. What are you going to say? You don't want guys that want to win? That's all you can say about that. So if he wants to win, hopefully he wants to win as much as everybody else. Hopefully everybody else wants to win as much as he does because he wants the Super Bowl, and clearly he thought that Buffalo is a place that he could win one. So um, let's fucking go, right? Let's get to the quarterback. I think that... Uh Terry McLaurin showing respect to Tremaine. Uh I'm sorry, Trey White. I think that's cool, but I like like I said, I think sometimes these guys say really nice things about each other so that they uh you know, they don't get an extra shot here or there, but we gotta give the shot. Get the shot. Give the shots. Give all the shots this year, boys. Love to see Milano flying around with like his hair on fire. Love to see Tremaine Edmonds laying in the lumber. Love to see Greg Russo literally just, like, stalking people backwards like a massive tree man from Lord of the Rings. Uh, Jolly Green Giant also, sorry, uh, sort of. Um, it's really exciting to see uh, two UB Bulls returning. Jared Patterson and Logan Thomas... Logan Thomas, former Bill, former quarterback. He actually was sort of the incumbent uh, a little bit after Tyrod Taylor at Virginia Tech. And Jared Patterson, obviously, a UB Bull, great running back. I think he should be getting some, some more playing time. He doesn't get much thus far, but he got a little bit, obviously, in preseason. He played very well. Uh speaking of preseason, go check out this article at Blue Mafia I wrote about um soft uh softer or smarter and I wrote it about the like kind of the rule changes and the player safety around the uh sport of football at all levels. But I will leave you with this once again as much faith as that I have in this Buffalo. Squad from top to bottom offense, defense, special teams we are not there yet I think that's clear Uh, I think the defense is clearly working together very well but it's a long season we have to stay the course we have to stay healthy we have to stay smart offense I feel as though they all know how good they can be the offensive line needs to understand that they are in this for the long haul and like I said last week they need to know that they're going to need to protect the pass game for at least 30 to 35 to 50 times a game from now until February if you want to win a Super Bowl so we have depth at every pretty much every position, but offensive line. I feel like, but defensive line is so, uh, you know, deep that we're gonna be able to get to any quarterback, and that's exciting because I think our defense really, really is special this year. And barring any setbacks, physically, injury wise, I think that that defense is gonna have us in just about every contest that we have. So it's gonna be an exciting ride. You know, don't be too hard on the kid quarterback because he'll be fine. So stick around. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to stick around for the NFL implications, top five quarterback matchups, I'll be right back. So top five. Quarterback NFL implications We got some serious implications this week We got some serious uh, cojones on the table matchups interdivision, intertimes, inter-time stellar, interstellar, time warp matchups We got some serious quarterback guns slinging Sheriff riding into town, riding out of town Getting shot in the front, shot in the back Gunfire everywhere call the fucking warden we got shootout on shootout everywhere i even got six i got six i couldn't even decide i'm gonna let you guys decide even though we don't have it uh like that but we're gonna leave it up to you you can vote in the comments or vote in the uh twitter but uh chiefs chargers Obviously, that one sounds exciting. I don't really understand how that one is at 1. Um, That can't be. It's got to be at 4, right? Chiefs Chargers. Let's check it out. Check it out. But obviously, Chiefs Chargers is going to be exciting. A lot of fireworks there. Justin Herbert, as you know, he is my fantasy Fanny Cordy back in the money league But 1pm It says 1pm I'm here on the east coast it says 1pm Chiefs Chargers It's gotta be in KC right Yeah It's at Kansas City So it's gonna be loud It's gonna be crazy Last week Justin Herbert Was able to once again Throw up numbers Throw up long Absolute Fireballs His ball comes in from so high, but it comes in so straight. It's like just a hawk coming down, downwind. Uh, But he's going to be playing an arrowhead. We know how great the Chiefs are. I still don't like the Chiefs, but it was nice to see that they had to take one on the chin versus the Ravens and do it on prime time. So they're going to... They're going to be in trouble because they can't allegedly stop anyone. Uh, Everyone is very critical of the defense. I still think that they're so good offensively that the defense is just a little spoiled and they will wake up and produce, especially Tyron Matthew will get that defense going. But the Chargers are a little bit scary and you could be looking at a chiefs team that one and two, and then big question marks, big question marks there. So implications, Who knows? You don't think the Chiefs are going to just blow him out because Herbert's obviously going to give you a chance. You know, if he has the ball, he's going to give you a chance. So next one, going over to the other side of the earth, not really, but over a little ways in the world of the United. Bengals-Steelers. We have Joey Burrow, who is once again going up against the firing squad with very minimal protection and very good weapons on the outside. But as we know, T. Higgins, doubtful. That's concerning as he has been injured quite a bit, even though he produces very well. Steelers, obviously, everyone is saying Big Ben could be done. And though I do think he is close to being done, I think he still has enough. He has enough around him. If they can just get a rhythm, they're going to be able to win games, but not if they have uh, significant injuries on defense, which they had a few light injuries. We'll see there. But Bengals Steelers is always good. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be grimy. There's going to be dirty hits, hits after the whistle. That one's just going to be good. But... Changing of time, changing of the guard. Young, old. Can Burrow answer the call? Or will he get carted off? Bucks. Rams. I need to see this. This one is going to be exciting for me because I have to think I have to think that the defenses in both of these games are too aggressive and too egotistical in the best way that I can say. Egotistical athletically and emotionally as a unit defensively. Both teams, the Rams and the Bucks, I hope they get after the quarterbacks. I hope it's a Blitz-a-thon. I hope that they don't just sit back and just try and get four or five picks on each quarterback. I hope that they hit. Implications. I hope that they get hit. I hope they get hit often. I hope that one gets real rowdy. I hope that Bucks-Rams game. We got Indomitian Sue on one side and Aaron Donald on the other. Come on. It's going to get grimy. We're going to see hats flying, hair flying, mouthpieces, bloody lips. People are going to get smacked around in that game. And if it's Brady getting smacked around like a rag doll, or if it's Stafford getting dragged around like a rag doll, I'll be smiling. Implications. Packers 49ers. Now this one's just a little bit tin hat for me tin hat Tim I have a little bit of a conspiracy for this one because I'm thinking that Aaron wants to go to the 49ers I mean i thinking I'm thinking that's the right place right but then they get the young quarterback they also get a young quarterback so now Trey Lance is there Jordan Love is in his backyard and Aaron Rodgers despite his lemongrass lemon juice sun drenched Pantene Pro V hair he's in a rock and a hard place now because where's he gonna go Miami is he gonna go to Miami where's he gonna go So, Packers 49ers, I have a theory, tin hat theory, that he wants to go there. But they have a backup. They have a backup plan behind Jimmy Garoppolo. And even though I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo that much as a player, I think he's one of the most overrated players, I do think that he has looked good this year. He deserves some credit this year. What are we going to do if he takes a lick To Aaron Rodgers What are we going to do If they just pound the rock LeFleur, Shanahan Little buddies What are we going to do If one of them comes out And just absolutely Strategically destroys the other Implications Lastly This one was the one I couldn't decide on And neither one are I don't know. They're kind of in that lower B, C level. Maybe D if you're a hater. But we have the Seahawks-Vikings or the Cowboys-Eagles. NFC North versus West. NFC East. Two NFC games with implications. We have a Vikings team with an interesting dynamic young receiver who has overproduced but Kurt Cousins Kirk Cousins who not a lot of people like for many of the same reasons that I'm not a huge fan of but I will say Kirk Cousins can ball As corny as he is He certainly can ball And that receiver is K.J. Osborne Number 17 Keep an eye out for him Couldn't remember his name But good thing I had him on my fantasy team And I could look him up real quick Picked him up Might start him over Waddle Don't know uh, fantasy update, I did win in both leagues last week, so that's, that's tight. Uh, my team looks alright. I did, unfortunately, drop Chuba Hubbard, uh, right before, as I predicted, uh, Christian McCaffrey was injured. So, that's just great. Cowboys-Eagles, I just like it. I just like it. It's gonna be a shootout. But uh, two good quarterbacks, obviously. I do like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I've kind of always liked him since he was a little gun shy when he was at Alabama. And he would just run the ball and just say, fuck it. I'm just going to run it. Um, But he can throw the deeper. He can throw the deeper. He can get out like jeepers. uh, Quarterback out. And Dak, Dak, obviously, is... Entertaining to watch. He can make every throw. I see Dak and Allen kind of the same. And what would what 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 wouldn't what 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 would what wouldn't be a cooler Super Bowl? Calling it right now. Stop the presses. What wouldn't be a cooler Super Bowl than Cowboys Bills week three Blue Mafia prediction alert. I could see it. I could just see Cowboys, Bills, Super Bowl. Set it up, Goodell. Set it. Set it up. But the Cowboys-Eagles will be good tomorrow. Or uh, I think that's Monday, actually. And uh, that's it. So that was NFL Implications. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. It's the NFL... Blue Mafia pregame special week three, episode nine. If you're keeping track at home, thank you, everybody. I love you guys for listening. Keep subscribing and keep sharing because we ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep covering this team because we love the Buffalo Bills. Thanks. We'll see you guys.